0: Welcome to Vale's World. It's the team. Hey, what's up? What's up, everyone, man? Thank you for tuning in. I can actually say I have listeners now. Um, wow, man. Thank you all for the support. Um, hope you all continue to listen, share the love, share the podcast, have as many of your friends subscribe. Man, um uh, it's great being in a space of just growing and um salute everyone that's on the journey with um uh, growing with me. I believe that's important as well. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into good read. Um so a good read for me is The Mastery of Love. Um I was referred, referred to this book after I told one of my colleagues um, that I was reading The Four Agreements and the things that I liked about it. And they was like, wait, Don got another book that you will love, too, if you like Four Agreements. And that's The Mastery of Love. So I checked it out. Yeah, I know. I'm a big, big audio book. Uh, so I checked it out. And it was everything that she stated. Um, I believe it was like in the order in which I was supposed to read it. um, the four agreements kind of laid the foundation, so when I was reading Mastery of Love, I was able to understand a lot of those concepts as well as where it was going. uh One of the biggest takeaways for me was unconditional love and really understanding what that means and how that looked um i I hear it a lot i you know shoot a lot of weddings with the photography company. Um and that's one of the things that the officiant always says, you know, unconditionally. Um, but really having a foundation of unconditional love, it just wasn't there. Um there was a time that I felt like I couldn't love and I couldn't be loved and I wasn't deserving, and therefore, um I didn't have the capacity to love others. But now you know that I do have a better understanding of unconditional love, I realized that I was loving people unconditionally uh my entire life. like there wasn't a reason uh, behind me loving someone outside of me wanting to love someone. <laughs> uh so the mastery of love, oh man, he really shed light on a lot of fear based beliefs and assumptions that undermine love and lead to suffering and drama in our relationships. Ooh, that was. Man, and you think about all the toxic relationships that you're in or was a part of, or the toxicity that you added to relationships. This book is for you. Um, using insightful stories to bring us uh, real life messages. Um, Don shows us how to heal our emotional wounds, recover the freedom and joy that our birthright, and restore the spirit of playfulness that is vital to loving relationships. See, some of the things that I kind of, you know, I wasn't expecting, but got out of this book, um, was some questions that I didn't even know I had. So, why domestication and the image of perfection lead to self-rejection, right? Um, to me, that was a a, a powerful um, understanding. How can you know, and I was with my nephew this weekend like how can something so innocent, so free become so constrained to reality and the norms that we that we have and the expectations that parents and and teachers and and loved ones have on on us as we, you know, grow and how that you know messes us up moving forward. Um a lot of people are afraid of pit bulls, and and you ask them why, they probably never seen a pit bull. Uh, they only heard stories, and it was probably their mother or or grandparent or someone who had the bad experience and passed that down to to their to their offspring, uh, similar to snakes. Never seen a snake similar to swimming. Never swam before, but they heard that you know people can drown and all of this other stuff. And sharks are here and sharks are there. Like so many different things in the domestication process that that blocks us. That create barrels in order for us to um, try to break into or accept as reality. Right, um, the war of control that slowly destroys uh, most relationships. Um, Mm. times that you know people grow up with no control that as adults they want to have all the control and they don't necessarily know where it comes from and or how to communicate that to you know their part their, their person so really figuring out how can like where where does my sense of control and or when i feel like i'm not in control why do I react the way I react? and How do I effectively communicate this um, to my partner? And that's, that's important. And a lot of times, you know, people don't necessarily know why, or if they do know why, they don't know how or what to make it um, effective and or communicate that with their significant other without it being a huge argument. Why we hunt for love in others and how to capture love inside of us. That's big. That's big. For those that got into love languages, uh, the rumor is uh, our highest love languages are usually the ones that we were neglected uh, to have around us at, you know, growing up. So these are like we display and and interpret love in ways that we didn't get growing up. So that's that was interesting. And um, the biggest thing was how to finally accept and forgive ourselves and others. Like giving yourself grace and then giving that grace on to others. Um, Giving people the same benefit of the doubt that you give yourself when you mess up. And it's okay to do that. Um, Sometimes giving someone grace is hey, you know, I apologize, you know, for my role that I play. Uh, I accept you and all your flaws, but then cutting that person off anyway. Like, that's okay. But really deeply inside of forgiving, accepting this is what it is, and forgiving yourself. Because a lot of times we hold these burdens on ourselves where we're like, oh, I'm not messing with this type of person. I'm not doing this. I'm finna to isolate myself from the world and, and work on myself and all these other things. Like We punish ourselves for the bad situations that we put ourselves in um, and, and become very hard on ourselves where we neglect and we have these, these theories of individuals that have come in our lives and um, we stray away from them and are similar, you know, situations when, you know, some, you know, some cases, like anything abusive, get out of there. Um, but in, in, in most cases, you know, in which I experienced, it has just been like miscommunication and our uh, expectations that was placed upon me. Um, and in a sense, you know, women assume that I was being disrespectful in the way I communicate with transparency and all of these other things because like me I'm I'm a love support um cheer I'm do all this stuff unconditionally like I'm not doing this because I want you to be my girlfriend I'm not doing this because you are my girlfriend I'm doing this because you are a human and this is like the bare minimum like right you know and and if i'm communicating with you i already see something bright about you who am i to try to dim that like and and a lot of people don't get that because they're not used to getting it so when someone comes around them and and put that type of love and support into their life like of course they want to keep it forever and then we so black and white it's either you my boyfriend or we nothing, and um, and it's crazy how individuals throw the friend word around as a filler, when in reality, we you know we know we can't be friends, and that's okay. Um, you know I I honestly look out for the best interest of others, even if it's not in the best interest of myself, and that's what unconditional love looks like to me uh, happiness can only come from inside of you and is the result of love when you are aware that no one else can make you happy and that happiness is a result of your love it becomes the greatest mastery of self Don Miguel Ruiz. hopefully I said his last name right he was dropping some gems, man. So check out the book, Mastery of Love. Um, again, I was talking about the Four Agreements. The last episode, man, he got some some dope books. Check them out whenever y'all can. <laughs> um, hmm, so what's popping? Man, this, who oh, has been the last, oh, these last couple of days, man. For those that's listening, you know, feel free to, Shoot me an email at contactldmonger.com. Uh I can slide my DMs on Twitter and, and our Instagram at LDMonger1. And share your you know what's popping in your community with me and I will gladly uh add it to the segment of the podcast. So y'all know by now that Cam Newton is my guy. Um and unfortunately he's suffered covid. Um I don't know what that looks like for him. Um over these next 2 weeks, I don't know if it's still like a 2 week mandatory quarantine. Um I don't know how severe uh, the sign you know symptoms are for him, uh, but Cam is definitely in my prayers. Uh, hope he get well soon. Not only is that one of my favorite quarterbacks. But he's also on my favorite team. So I wish nothing but the best for him. Get well soon, big dog. We need you back out there. Uh, But more importantly, we need you healthy. Uh, Trump, you know, he also suffered COVID, which is ironic uh, because we know his stance on this pandemic and. His beliefs that everyone has been overreacting um, in the midst of this pandemic because of COVID. And even like the debate, he's like, I'm not wearing a mask. Biden, I see you wear a mask, and and the rooms will be empty, and it's just you and all this other stuff. So the fact, you know, the irony that he was able to get COVID um, was crazy. And I'm not sure if it's a, a hoax. Uh, I'm not in the the space of con- conspiracy theories or anything, but I, you know, I honestly don't wish death or COVID on no one. Um, I have lost family members this year due to COVID. Um, I have seen people, you know, make it through COVID. Um, President Trump, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but the best in uh, your battle with COVID. And I just leave it there. Okay, a couple, you know, we went through a week of Florida being open. Um, Everything is 100% capacity to the bars, the restaurants. Whew, child, uh, I'm still being careful. Um, Although masks aren't mandatory, they are recommended. Um, But in the work I do, I feel like, I have to be responsible not only for myself, but for the others, for my clients, for my business partners, uh, for our interns, uh, for, you know, my family, for my roommate. So I'm not necessarily going to accept the open Florida policy just yet. So I'm going to sit inside um, as much as I can. When I do go to bars, you know, I have my mask on until I sit down and I try to stay Isolated from being in close, um, you know, close to others. Like I feel like that's just responsible. So I'm not going out with 13 people. Uh, if I do go out, probably be one or two people for some drinks. Um, and, and that's it. So, you know, for those that are going out, I'm not here to condemn you all. Like, you know, enjoy, be safe. Uh, you know, understand that it's, it's bigger than, bigger than you in the moment. Um, I do you know from a business aspect, I do know what this means for like restaurant owners and bar owners. Um, a lot of them have suffered, you know, closure because of the pandemic. Um, so I wish and, and, and pray, you know, for those that's out there that's working, those that's out there, you know, having fun that, We all be safe and and as responsible as as possible because at this point, you know, Florida is going to Florida. So big ups to everyone Uh, that's out there being safe. Uh, Another death for Cardinal Nation, Um, Hall of Famer Bob Gibson died at the age of 84. Uh, another St. Louis great, honestly I feel like we have a lot of black uh, hall of famers with the Cornels. like we have some dope people uh, yeah so he was the first ballot hall of famer, he got in 1981 uh, he died Friday <sighs> big ups to the Gibson family court new nation Yeah, this another hard one for us, and for our last on what's popping, Power. Uh, For those that watch Power on Stars, man, Fifty Cent has done it again, and you know his his team of amazing writers have gave us a very interesting. Half of season of the power book, um, and they give us this from the life after ghosts and and Tyreek, We see Tyreek becoming the new ghost um, as he maneuvered through this weird semester of college. Uh, we see what privilege and connections do for people and seeing a black person being a beneficiary of of these privileges is, is one, just mind-blowing. So, the, you know, the fact that he was able to start school late, college late, and haven't, you know, completed high school completely late, so he doesn't even have a high school diploma, uh, but also seeing the surrounding bullshit that he has to deal with um, as a black person being in a prestigious school, so if you're not an athlete, like you have to be smart as fuck. And, um, so all these different things that's going against him, and some reason the little slick motherfucker is making it work. Uh, he had to write papers for one of the star basketball players that's ineligible, and that's attached to his enrollment. He took one of the hardest classes that the school has to offer um, and they give him so much shit and not really allowing him to grieve the death of his father and acting like none of that really, you know, matter. Uh, then he have two professors that's kind of using him as a, as a, you know, some type of, I don't know what to call it. Like if y'all haven't watched power, um uh, power book two i suggest y'all watch it um another interesting thing that they kind of added to this and I, I i'm starting to see that this is like a trend um uh, for black um writers i think that's safe to say a uh, majority of the the black shows that i have watched have been by black writers salute the black writers um uh, But there's definitely representation of the LBGQT plus community uh, in a lot of the black shows. Um, And I kind of questioned my upbringing. Like, I'm not sure, like, this type of stuff was going on as much as they put it into the shows. Um yeah, so i i like I don't know if like these storylines are based off like popular towns and cities where I'm sure this may have happened, like the Atlanta, um I heard Houston is kind of growing um in that space, but in St. Louis and the street world, I never really like i I never noticed. You know, those spaces or um, if it's just good writing and they, you know, the writers want to ensure that representation is there within these movies and popular um, shows. So, it's you know, I believe in representation for all. So it's great that they're throwing it in there. Um, but then again, it also have me thinking about my upbringing, like, hey, was this really going on? And I was just blind to it all uh so y'all can share y'all thoughts with me um on that and let me know like if i overstepped my boundary and said something disrespectful please let me know because that was not the intention at all um again shoot me an email contact at ldmonger.com um, twitter and instagram ldmonger1 and let me know your thoughts what's popping? All right. Uh, over the weekend, I had a very interesting weekend. So, last, for those that don't know, my baby sister just moved in with my little sister. Uh, we helped her get a computer and all this stuff because uh, she's a sophomore in college. Uh, everything pretty much went virtual for her. Uh, and in the midst of my mom and my grandmother dying, uh, we all thought it was best to allow her to be with family opposed to being on a college campus, you know, dealing with all those emotions by herself. So she moved uh, with my little sister. See, I, you know, y'all gonna hear me say my baby sister and my little sister and my big sister. Uh, that's how I acknowledge my uh, siblings on my mom's side. And then my little brother. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I had the opportunity to spend time with all of them and my brother-in-law and my nephew. Uh, my brother-in-law, he picked me up. Uh, they stay about an hour away from the airport. So we had a dope talk. You know, we picked me up from the airport. First stop was Chick-fil-A. It was like a two-and-a-half-hour flight with an hour drive, so I was hungry. Uh, so we stopped at Chick-fil-A. Uh, we just, you know, we talked about a lot of things that I usually don't talk about. Other people, uh, he has a a talent of like talking and having conversations that you may not have with other people. And of course, I feel like he was just comfortable having those conversations with me because of the things that he have heard and are seen, and the conversation that we had, you know, previous. Uh, so we talked a lot about leadership, as well as Uh, finances and those things and, you know, goals that we have, as well as, you know, manhood, um, being a husband, being a father and those things. And um, at a young age, I can tell that he's he gets it. Um, He's been around love. He's been around um, false love. And it allowed him to show up for people, uh, my sister, his wife, the way that the good ways that he's seen people show up and eliminate and try to run away from the bad ways that he has seen people show up for their loved ones. Um, so it was a great hour drive, uh, really got to know him a lot better. And um, I hope that he was able to get to know me better as well. Uh, being there, I was able to speak, you know, be my baby sister, talk to her, uh, be around her as much as I can. Um, uh, hopefully she know I love her. Uh, well, hopefully she hear this and she can hear I love her I Tell I love her every time we get off the phone, uh, with each other. And. It was great just being around her. I was able to use her camera for the first time just to take some pictures and show her some things about the camera as well so she can get better and better and better. And I look forward to seeing what she's able to create as time moves on. um, I watched my nephew. uh, So I told my uh, brother-in-law after the shoot that we had, took some pictures, some family pictures of them. And I was just like, hey, bro, like, I know it's been kind of hard for y'all to have some one-on-one time with everything going on. My little, my baby sister just moved in. My nephew is three months years up, you know, three months. Just go out to eat or something. Like, go do something. And he was like, who go watch? I'm like, bro, I got it. Like, I've been watching kids my entire life. This is nothing. Um, and then my... Little sister, she's, like, a planner, so she almost kind of, like, messed up the slight surprise. So we really, like, had to tell her, like, no, this is what's happening. Like, shut the hell up. Like, and she still didn't get it. Like, the first three times we said it, like, it just went over her head. And like We literally had to break it down to her. Like, y'all are going out. I am watching my nephew. Stop worrying about everything else. Uh So... That was great. They said they really enjoyed themselves. Although it was like three or four hours of them being with each other, just the fact that they had space of being and didn't have to worry about their son, didn't have to worry about um, our baby sister in that space. They can just really talk uh, and eat and enjoy each other's presence, which we can see that has been difficult because they have a newborn. And um, man, I don't know how single parents do it. Just seeing those two work around having a newborn. Whew, I can't imagine being a single parent with a a month old with month-old babies. Like I I know. Um my sleep schedule was altered. Like I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning and then waking up again at seven o'clock. Uh, because that was, you know, that was the time that my nephew woke up. Uh, he was either, you know, hungry or or wet. And like watching him as well as just being there uh, and reading these books, babies cry to communicate because they have no sense of language. Like there's no other way for them to communicate that they're hungry, that they they need changing or they're sleepy, but to cry and understanding that I kind of learned like the different cries, like the three cries uh, of of a baby, uh, which is, which is dope. I'm like, Oh now, you know, now I think I can put that on my resume that I speak baby, which was amazing. So if you all follow me on Instagram and Twitter, um, I've really done a great job of posting my nephew. If y'all want to check that out, um, he was on my story for the most part, and I probably share some more for the next couple of days because I have so many pictures and videos uh, that I haven't posted. But yeah, it was, it was a great experience. I received a lot of positive feedback. They're like, "Oh my god, you'll be a you seem real father figureish." I was like, "Uh, I had a, enough siblings, I let them do it." for the time being until I get to a space where I can afford kids because kids are expensive. Ooh, child. That's a whole nother expense and time commitment that I just don't have right now. So I will be the best uncle that I can possibly be uh, for my nieces and nephews and for those that understand language outside of crying. If y'all hear this, just know I love y'all. For those that only understand crying, Right now, when you're old enough, I make sure that you hear this so you can understand that I love you as well. Um, Another thing that happened over the weekend, man, it was National Boyfriend Day. I was not aware of this. Um, Went on Twitter, went on Instagram. Of course, it was a hashtag. And I found out my crush got a man like... Oh my god My heart broke Like I It's my fault though I had her number For like two years And um uh, We both hustling And We both stay In two different parts Of Florida So it's understandable We don't communicate Every day There's a lot of things I could Could have done better uh, But yeah My heart was still broke Uh <laughs> I was like, no. Uh, My random check-ins wasn't consistent enough. My DMs wasn't polite enough. Now she's gone. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I had to mute her, though. Can't see all this happiness. She had this probate, probate, uh, that's what we call when uh, people finally announce their significant other to the world. Uh, <laughs> when they reveal their significant other to the world. Drake said, you know, he wasn't hiding his baby from the world. He was having a world, from, you know, whatever he said, he wasn't hiding the world from his baby. He was having a baby from the world. And uh, <laughs> in some cases, we bring that energy to our relationships. I wish you could have told me in one of my check-ins that it was somebody replacing me Being so dramatic right now also seeing somebody post I uh, also seen this one guy he was actually posted by two different women uh, so that was interesting that was quite interesting to me uh, yeah so for those that are secretly sharing someone are normally sharing. So it ain't none of my business. Uh, kudos to that. Uh, for my, my crush, I wish her nothing but the best of the best. She deserves a consistent, uh, accessible man in her life. If they ever was to move to that next level, uh, hopefully they keep RTW in mind to capture their magnificent moments in life. If they're not if she's not comfortable with me being there, which I highly doubt, um, I won't be there. That's the the beauty of having a company. Support black businesses. Um but no, I wish nothing but the best uh in that space, man. Black love is is beautiful, it's important, uh, not only to like me, but to the culture, uh, to future generations for the world to see us outside of baby mama, baby daddy drama. Um, Yeah. Um, So for those that seeking love, understand that love will seek you. And that people come in your life in preparation for that next milestone that next person that next opportunity in your life don't dwell too much on the past forgive yourself for putting yourself in those positions love yourself for putting yourself in those positions but love yourself even more to not put yourself in those positions moving forward Allow yourself grace and give people the same grace and or benefit of the doubt that you give yourself when you mess up. You might meet the right person at the wrong time. You might (laughs) miss out an opportunity that you felt was right for you at that time but keep on trying keep on doing if you haven't found love before 25 it's all right life isn't over if you haven't got that job that you wanted by 25 it's all right life isn't over if you haven't got that degree that you wanted by 25 it's all right life is ongoing. All we can do is continue to be a better version of ourselves that we were the day, the year, the minute, the second, the millisecond. We were before. And as hard as that sound, it's the most easiest affordable thing to do. Um When people ask what I want from people and it's honestly is for them to be the best them that they can possibly be. I want them to have a space that they feel safe enough of being the person that they can, you know, possibly be, regardless if that's with me or without me. It's hard finding good people who put your interests, who puts you before themselves who put their well-being on a back burner for you in a healthy way because there's some people that allow you to do that and it's filled with so many toxins. It's filled with so many conditions. Love yourself. Practice loving yourself in order for you to understand how to love and how to be loved from others. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Join me in my journey to success by following on Twitter and Instagram at LDMonger1. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like me to address on the next episode, email me at contact at Vale's World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Again, Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe. Until next time. It's the team